welcome to All Talk Oncology. I'm your host, Kenny Perkins, a.k.a. The Cancer Guy. And again, as I always say, we have another phenomenal guest, but this is a special one. I'm bringing to you today a celebrity makeup artist. Now, she hates that, right? But it's the truth, right? So this woman has braced the counters of Chanel. She's been doing this for over 15 years. And in fact, she, I asked her, I said, you know, how did you get into it? She says, I do all things beauty. What amazing, what an amazing person. And I think you're going to love her too. Let's bring our uh, next guest in and it's Ray Don. What's up, Ray Don? Hi everyone. Hi, Kenny. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for the lovely introduction. Absolutely. Uh, I'm excited to be here with you today. Oh, Ray Don, I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule and to be able to come in here and all talk oncology and uh, discuss with with me and the viewers um, just how this touched your life. And, you know, cancer, if people don't have it, they usually know someone who has had it. Right. So talk to us a little bit about how you have been uh, in contact or exposed to to cancer. Uh, I would say my first time ever really experiencing what cancer is, what it means um, and how it really affected my life was when I was about 14 and I was in high school and um, I had moved from New York to North Carolina and uh, I, I met this young girl. It was like she just it was almost like she asked me, could she be my friend? And we just like were connected at the hip, literally, and we did everything together. And then one day out of the blue, I remember we were at our lockers and I said to her, her name was Miyaka. And I said, Miyaka, one of your hips is bigger than the other. And we kind of like laughed and she was like, oh, I'm just getting like fat. And it's so strange because I feel like I sometimes can sense or see certain things when it's not right on with people or, um, uh, you know, just it, when it's just not right. And so when I said that to her again, you know, we jokingly laughed it off. And then I recall it moved pretty quickly that following week, she ended up always limping. She was like limping for a full week. And she said, yeah, my aunt, she lived with her aunt and I think her grandmother. And they said that they were taking her to the doctor. They took her to the doctor. And I think that following week, they still didn't know what was going on with her. And um, then they finally said that it was some type of rare cancer type of, of bone cancer, I believe it was, this was so long ago. Um, and I remember um, she said that and it was just growing bigger and bigger and her hip was like, just, it was just this lump growing bigger and bigger on her. And I just remember how fast it moved. And she told me she had cancer and I was just like, well, what does that mean? And I remember always going to visit her at the hospital. And then eventually they said, you know, she needed, she wanted to be at home and that she didn't want to be in the hospital receiving treatments. and Eventually it was like she was, they were saying that she was going to pass away. And I remember I went to her house one day after school and we watched Armageddon and she fell asleep because she was going through treatments. And I remember um, how tired she was all the time and she could barely stay up. And then the song played, sorry, from Armageddon, um, Aerosmith. And I remember looking at her sleeping and just thinking, you know, how pretty she was and how I wish that it was me and not her having to suffer the way that she was suffering. And um, that was rough. And then I remember I came home from school that next day after watching that movie with her. And 
my mom had told me that she passed away. And I just remember, like, I was just, I just fell to the floor and I was just crying. I felt like she could have lived so much more life and she was only 14. Um, so that was my first experience with dealing with cancer. Um, and then my grandfather passed away when I was about in the, in 11th grade. Um, and then my father passed away six years ago from cancer, um, from multiple myeloma. He ended up, I think it was about a year into him realizing that he had this cancer. Well, let me backtrack. I remember calling my dad and asking him if he wanted to go for a bike ride because he loved to bike ride. And I remember him saying that he couldn't because his leg was bothering him and he was trying to figure out what it was. So I was like, okay, that's really strange. Cause my dad was like an avid bike rider. Mm-hmm. And so, um, come to find out he ended up having multiple myeloma. He went for like some stem cell research treatments. Um, and that ended up giving him like another four years where he was pretty much free of the cancer, I guess. And then it came back and it came back pretty aggressively. And, um, I remember just being there with him when it was about around the time I was, I got engaged and then I was planning my wedding and I planned a destination wedding because I always wanted to get married on a beach in another country. Cause I, because I love to travel. And I remember, uh, that was when he told me that he had to be hospitalized because he had to get this tumor taken out, but he was like, don't worry, I'm going to walk you down the aisle. Uh, and then my wedding, he went into the hospital in September. My wedding was November. And he kept saying, don't worry, I'm going to walk you down the aisle. Don't worry, I'm going to walk you down the aisle. And it was almost like he was trying to make himself believe it because I pretty much knew that he wasn't going to make it to walk me down the aisle, that he was still going to have to you know, remain in the hospital. So he didn't make it to the Dominican Republic where I got married, but my grandfather had him on FaceTime And my grandfather walked me down the aisle with my father. And my father always says he walked me down the aisle because thank goodness for FaceTime and Apple, because um, my grandfather held the phone with him on it and walked me down the aisle. So he was there, not in body, but he was present. Um, And so then six months after that, my father passed away from multiple myeloma. So those are my experiences with cancer. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Don, I know it's, it's, it's kind of, it's not the right word to say, but sometimes people show up in your lives when you need them most. And, you know, looking at what happened to you at 14, when the girl you make became friends with her, what an amazing thing, right? Because I always say to people, how does your team, how do you form your team? And usually the team just, it, it appears, people come up out of the blue and to hear how you wanted, you were fighting for her, where the people closest to her didn't have that in them. And it, it, it is that way sometimes. So what a beautiful, what a beautiful thing that you were able to, to give to her and spend that time with her. Um, it's amazing, you know, and it, it says a lot about who you are as a person. And then just the will of your father, right? Wanting to be there and see you walked down that aisle and he made it happen. You know, it may not have been a traditional way, but he was <laughs> there. And so what an amazing thing, Don. And, and, and um, yeah, it's, it's just, 
cancer affects us all, you know? And so it's so nice. Now tell me this, you've seen this, right? So you've, you've had a friend, you had your grandfather and you had your father who, who've, who've passed away from this horrific disease. What have you done in this sense? Because you, you've come up with something, um, a product as of lately, right? That you just release. Talk to us about that because, you know, usually makeup artists, they do their thing and whatnot, but you know, you've taken a step further and created something. Talk to us about that. Well, I wanted to create a product now because I'm always around women, whether they're the everyday woman or, you know, a celebrity or someone that's in front of the camera. I'm I'm always on the go. Most women are always on the go and on the move. We're doing all the things. We're mothers, we're wives, you know, and if you're, you know, or you're just a career woman and you're super busy and you're just doing all the things, trying to just maintain and stay above water. And I wanted to create products that still make a woman feel beautiful while they're on the go and allowing them to have that self-care moment on the move. And so I also wanted to create something natural because I come from my mother who loves all things natural, loves to heal herself um, and any ailments naturally because we've seen so many, you know, we know about all the different diseases and, and just if you can heal yourself from what God has on this earth, then that's the best thing you want to try and reach for. I mean, I do believe in, you know, modern Western medicine. I believe in that too, but I always try to do things naturally first. Um, And I also, you know, my product is not tested on cancer patients, but I know how much my father suffered from radiation and the burns that he had on his arms. And um, I just hated seeing that. And I also wanted to help people that have like eczema and psoriasis. And so I love shea butter. So I decided, well, shea butter is an amazing product that was given to us from the nuts of a tree in Africa. And I wanted to make it something that's beautiful and luxurious because there are some companies that have done that, but it's always in a whipped shea butter form, um, which is most of the time where I've seen it. And if it does come in like a luxurious, you know, type of packaging, if it's not the whipped, then it's the, the, um, solid, block of shea. And then if it's not in beautiful packaging, then it's in the ugly plastic packaging where it cracks <laughs> and, you know, it's just not travel friendly. So I said, what can I do? Well, I created, created Shea Butter 2.0, which is Do Revive. That's the name of the product. And my company is Balian. Balian is um, the word balance and beyond put together. So it's balance beyond beauty. Um, and I Do Revive is amazing because it comes in a stick form in a two ounce stick. So it's travel friendly. It smells, it's all natural scent. Um, and this twist up and you can just, you can literally use it face body. You can use it on your hair, you know, to kind of just help give you a little shine or smooth down your edges a little bit, or give your ends a little, um, hydration, Great for that, like natural glow for women, if that's what you're going for, men, if that's what you want as well. Um, but it does. I know some people think shea butter. Ooh, that's super oily or ooh, that will clog my pores. This is dermatologist tested and shea butter actually doesn't clog your pores. Plus the ingredients in this, which is why I call it shea butter 2.0, all the other ingredients like rosehip oil, pomegranate oil, squalane, vitamin E, all of these things 
help balance the moisture in your skin. So you're not going to suffer from extra oil on the skin. So does it go on at first a little heavy? Yes, it does, but it does absorb super quickly. So it's not your traditional shea butter. So some people will say, why am I paying $28 for a small stick when I can pay for a big tub of shea butter for like nine bucks? Because again, you're getting all the extra ingredients that go into this um, and it's travel friendly. And it really does help with psoriasis, eczema, fine lines. It also fights free radicals that roam around all over the air that we don't see. <laughs> um, it helps with sunburns. I tell people, take it on the beach with you. You know, if you if you catch a sunburn, it cuts down. For people high yellow like me, I do sunburn sometimes, and you know, it cuts down on the peeling that you that you end up with on your skin. Um, so it's just, it's an overall great product. I love to put it on my heels because in New York, we walk everywhere and the heels get a little funky, a little pressy, <laughs> so, you know, slather this bad boy on and your skin just gets softer and softer. I love it. I love it. You know, and I love the name and how you, you bounce, you took two names and brought them to get together, Balion. I love that. And, you know, you know, I tell you, Radon, that's one of the things that happens in this in this field with these cancer warriors you know whether it's breast breast cancer you know i've treated as as a radiation therapist i tell the patients you know usually after three weeks you'll start to notice your skin uh turning red a little sensitive and so there there needs to be a certain type of cream to put on that so when you're talking about this being something that can help with that help with burns uh, that's perfect you know, you're dealing with prostate patients, a lot of men, right? Obviously, you know, they also get those reactions from the radiation. So to be able to know that there's a product out here that not only just helps with burning, but it moisturizes and it's, it's Shea Butter 2.0. What an amazing, what an amazing thing you created. And, yeah. and what an honor that you're giving back, especially for the people that have been in your life that that you have um, affected that has had cancer, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I just, I wanted to create, and I'm glad that you mentioned men as well, because a lot of men do love this product. It may, you know, the color is a little light with some gold. So I don't know, you know, I know some men will probably be like, I'm not carrying that stick. Um, eventually I'll come out with something more unisex and male friendly. Um, but for right now, this is the packaging and it is for men and women alike. It's also for children because it's clean and it's all natural. Um, What's a blue, right? It's like a, like a, it, yeah, it's a blue, metal voice, blue. It's a, right? It's a seafoam green seafoam. <laughs> Look, we can get down with seafoam. What are you talking about? I wear my pinks, like a seafoam. <laughs> Pop that in my bag. We're good to go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah I, um, you know, and eventually too, um, Balian will be teaming up with, um, I would actually like to find like a cancer organization. Um, but, um, the first organization that we're teaming up with to give back to is called camp fed and it's young women and young girls in, um, certain areas of, the, I think, um, I'm sorry, certain areas of Ghana where the shea butter that we get is uh, sourced. And I wanted to give back to the women in the area and in the community, because I'm not sure if you or your, your listeners, viewers know, but um, shea butter is what is considered women's gold in certain parts of Africa. And it's women's gold because it's how they make their money and bring it back to their families um, because it's, it's a nut that's grown from the trees there. 
And so I wanted to bring women's gold to everyone here in America in, in, a, in a beautiful form. And that's why a lot of the packaging is gold because this is the gold ingredient in Do Revive, which is shea butter. And um, so we will be giving back to CampFed, which will supply sanitary napkins, school supplies, uniforms, bikes, um, and pay for their schooling in these parts of Africa where they can't always afford it. So that's why um, I'm excited to team up with them um, soon. I wanted to wait like a full year to make sure that this product is something that people want on the market and, you know, actually can um, sell <laughs> and people actually want it. So what an amazing thing. Ray Don, thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for your innovation. Thank you for creating something for um, for something that comes from a different country. You know, this is what I say, you know, cancer, it doesn't discriminate. And it doesn't matter, young or old, black or white, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's, it comes, it, it can come to you. And mm -hmm. so because it is such a worldwide issue, to be able to find out how to help people with bring, by bringing the shea butter nuts from Africa and helping out, what an amazing thing, right? Because we don't know, you know, mm -hmm. we don't know. There's just so many different things that are naturally uh, on this earth that can come in and, and help with skin rejuvenation and things like that. So thank you so much for creating a, a beautiful product and thank, thank you for, for giving us some time uh, out of your precious schedule uh, to grace us here. One thing I do want to ask you, you know, when it comes to cancer patients you know, and cancer warriors, they go through this thing. You, you know, you don't necessarily know that you're gonna get cancer, right? And then that hits you all of a sudden. And what comes after that? You know, whether it be the surgery, you know, the chemo, the radiation. And if you have to have surgery, if it's, if it's a female, maybe it's, you know, uh, mastectomy. If it's a male that maybe has prostate cancer, maybe has had a prostatectomy. A piece of you have, you have lost that, right? And so beauty, it affects that, how we see ourselves, of whether you're male or female. And what I would love, what I would love, I'm saying all that to say this, I would love for you to come back and maybe, you know, take someone and do a makeover because they say, you know, you look good, you feel good. Mm -hmm. And I would love to just take something like that and give back and to just transform. Would, would that be something that you'd be interested in? Of course. Why would I object to that? I am always down for making a man or a woman feel good. If that means, you know, a little male grooming, great. Um, for, a, for a woman, just the same, um, you know, and I know with cancer that, of course, you know, depending on the treatment, you know, um, people can lose their hair. And I know that for women and men alike, hair is is the staple of like what makes us feel beautiful. We're, we're born to like, you know, have our crown and be proud of it and wear our hair and be proud of it. And so it's important for people to feel good and look good, even in that process of, you know, where you're not feeling yourself, where you're not feeling like you look like you in the mirror. Like there are ways in which 
sometimes people think it's a vanity thing that, oh, makeup and oh, the beauty, but it really does do something inside for, for, for people to make them feel good. Men, you know, you, you want to shave, you want to moisturize, you want to, you know, I like to do men's brows and do the browscaping a little bit. Like that's super important to a person having that extra pep in their step. Yeah. It just does something. Absolutely. And that's the reason we would love to come back and just and do something like that. I, I think it's we need to send that message, you know, and I, I think sometimes we we may feel a certain way, but inside is that beauty. And then you can bring that out and radiate that externally. How amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. If you know of anyone here locally in New York, let me know. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going we're, we're gonna to make something happen for sure. Awesome. I I look forward to it. I really do. If I can bring a smile to someone's face. I mean, that's, that's why I do what I do. I love to see people feel good when they leave my chair. So let me ask you this question, right? So, you know, you've, you've had these amazing, you've had these amazing people in your life, these friends and your families that have passed away. Give us a moment. What is one of the special moments you've had with your family, say your father, your grandfather, that you can remember, that you can share with us? Well, let me just quickly say, I have had so many more people in my life and in my immediate family that have suffered from cancer and have survived. So there aren't, you know, complete sad stories. Like my first cousin, um, she ended up having at 27, she had, uh, oh my goodness, I want to say it was, what is the one? Is it prostate? Prostate is only for men. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my uncle, her father, my, my uncle had prostate cancer and then, oh, my cousin, she had colon cancer at 27 stage three. Nice. He fought it. And the one thing that's like the common denominator in everyone, even my father, my grandfather, and my friend Miyaka, everyone was a fighter. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone like cancer, if you're not a fighter, then you're going to become a fighter when you, when you're diagnosed with this horrible issue, this horrible disease. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm happy to say that my, my cousin and my uncle are, they're doing well and they're, I think they're cancer free as of now. Um, and I hope it stays that way. Memories with Miyaka, as I said, um, my my one memory of her that I loved is that she was a cheerleader and um, she was good at it. And we just always did everything together, the mall, the movies, everything. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that one time watching um, the movie Armageddon always will just stay etched in my mind. And that's why I love the song, the soundtrack to that movie so much. I love Aerosmith because of that. Um, <laughs> and then my grandfather, my grandfather smoked all the time. And I remember always going to visit and I would sit next to him and he always had this little pinky ring (laughs) cigarette. And my grandfather just loved me. You know, I always called him grand pop. And um, I just, I loved him. He, I remember uh, my grandmother asked me who, who who her favorite was. And I said, it was grandpa and not her. And I think I hurt her feelings. (laughs) Um, And then my father so many memories. I mean, he got me my violin that I still have today. I 
he got me a violin in fourth grade and I played up until 10th grade. And I still sometimes think about taking that up again, but I don't want to cut my nails. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> always riding my bike. My, my dad got me into my bike riding, you know? Um, and yeah, those are some of my, my great memories. Uh, amazing. Yeah. You know, and, and those things, they stay with us for the rest of our lives, right? You know, these people, they're special to us. They leave an impression on us, right? And and I'm glad you also said that the people who've had cancer that still survive, because some of our listeners have, that have been on that are listening in for the first time, the people who have been on our show, they're still they're still going. Yeah. You know, and so that's part of that is part of why all talk oncology came about. We wanted to empower cancer patients through these insightful conversations. Um, so which reinforces confidence and certainty about their cancer condition. So, you know, thank you for bringing that up. And thank you for for giving us some of your precious time today. Most Ray. definitely. I'm honored. I'm glad to have been on. Have me on again. Yes, Ray Don, we're going to hold you to that. Thank yeah. you again for joining us on All Talk Oncology, Ray. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. So again, I want to thank everyone who tuned in today. Here's where you will find up-to-date cancer discussions with industry experts and leading professionals that can help you in your cancer fight. You are not alone in this. We are in this together. I'm your host, Kenny Perkins, a.k.a. The Cancer Guy, and until again, I'm out.